In a world, there was one podcast that had it all. Great friends, solid competition, and a shitload of guys who thought they knew more about sports than they really do. Of course, I'm talking about the Points Matter Fantasy Podcast. So who do we have? Adam, who has 11 career titles and literally won't stop talking about it. We get it, Adam. Now shut it. The gang is coming for the ship this year. Oh, and Chris, who is the master of analysis, but emphasis on the anal. Sorry, Adam made me say that. And Doug, who the guy who loses every year, but will say, it's only money, right? Sure, and your self-esteem. Oh, and Rob, who has a love-hate relationship with his team. Right now, he hates that he loves it. Ellis, who is the kind of guy who's always proposing trades. Come on, Ellis, nobody wants Gus Edwards. We all know he's out for the season. Rich, who definitely hires a consultant to manage his team for him. Maybe this is the year that you do it yourself. Maybe not. Oh, and Bilby, who is usually in the mix, but poor guy never seems to win one. And lastly, Coop, who will lean on Derrick Henry to do just about everything for him, including swoon all the women in his life. Coop, you gotta do some things for yourself this year. Well, that's the squad. Good luck to you all. You're gonna need it. introduce myself i don't know anyway i'm the i'm the head guy in charge here lead podcast host uh joining me like two miles to my west adam d landa my assistant host adam nothing much to talk about this week i like the two miles to my west that's <laughs> i love that i'm gonna, I'm gonna use that that's, and we're done okay moving on that, to the matchups that's excellent no i mean you know it's a, i'm excited to be here that's all i can say i'm fired up let's let's go today right. um uh you know, obviously, I'm sure you just want to get it over with, right? We all know 
what happened last weekend. Would you like me to just say my piece and then and then we can move forward with the rest yeah, of the pod? Yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, yeah, go ahead. Please do. Okay. Why don't you just ask me, uh, say, you, know, you pretend you're a reporter. Say, oh, I got to play a part in this, huh? Yeah. Wow. Say, uh, tell me about the big win. Ask you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Who was talking about you? Crabtree, don't you open your mouth about the best. Or you, I'm going to shut it for you real quick. L-O-B. Give me something to work with. So, Adam, tell me about this week. Oh, man, just a lot of emotions coming off this big win, I tell you. <laughs> First, I'd like to thank my fantasy football lord and savior, LaDainian Tomlinson. Without him, none of this would be possible. I'd like to thank my family, Gina, for holding it down with the kids while I watch games and grind tape. I couldn't dominate this league without your support. I want to thank my kids, Jonas and Annalie. It's a great feeling when they look up at my trophies. They stand tall and they say, my daddy is a champion. And really, I'm just proud of my guys for the heart they showed out there. You know, both teams came, came in. They're playing at a high level. I know better than to overlook any opponent, any given Sunday. Am I right? It, for us, it just goes back to our next man up attitude. No McCaffrey, no problem. Daryl Williams says, no worries. I got this. Kyle Pitts on a bye. What's up, Mike Gusecki? Way to bring it across the pod. Saquon out? Devontae Booker says, yeah, never mind. Bad example. So anyway, where was I? Yes, I want to thank Josh Allen for his 34 points. Dalvin Cook, the heart, the soul. He's been there since the start of this, the rebuild of this dynasty. One of my team captains leading the way, playing hurt and still dominating. Uh, for Chris, I'd like to say the matchup was closer than the final score indicated. But I'd be lying if I did. This is a flat-out ass-whooping domination from start to finish. It was as if we played NBA Live, where I had five, seven, nine, three hundred fifty-five pound beasts against your squad of five Elliots. It would be inbounds cheese for days. Welcome to the lock. And with that, I'm gonna celebrate and I'm gonna move on. My focus is on next week. I'm on to Rob, man. That's all I got. Back to you, Chris. That was good. That was really good. I thought I was going to be getting like a movie guy, you know, you stick it in your anal kind of thing, but I'm glad you wrote your own, uh, your own little spiel or you did that right off the top of your head. Maybe. Yeah. So that'd be just be a cheap (laughs) trick just to do that. I gotta, I gotta do my own work, you know, that was good. And that was good. Yeah. Well, well worthy. You did have your one week of glory, uh, looking at the standings here on the, uh, points matter fantasy podcast. I see that, that this one week that Adam has put together getting one win has brought him up to fourth place in the point standings in the points matter fantasy podcast so well done adam well done you dick thank you i appreciate it <laughs> yeah so uh good job to my assistant host there I, I i had to take advantage of getting to do the lead in this week and uh call myself the head host and uh adam the assistant that goes back to uh way back in the day in high school you guys might remember that i i coached a, a youth basketball team for oh, yeah. a couple years there and so the first year it was just me and a dad and the dad was clueless and I basically coached the team, but I was too young. So they had to call me the assistant coach. Yeah. So then the second year, Doug helped me out, but again, I wasn't 18 yet. And Doug was so, te- I love Guido's. you know, I was running the show as everyone knows. <laughs> and I led us to that championship that year of the fifth grade PYBA basketball league. Boom. And Doug was Doug was my assistant, but it was funny because at the end that we got to, you know, bring the team on the court and yeah. introduce them. And 
and Doug got to take the mic and introduce himself as the head coach and me <laughs> with all of my work as the assistant coach. Not forever. That sounds anymore. nothing like Doug. I, I can't. No, imagine. it was funny though. It lives on. And so today I am the head podcast host and you are. My I, I can, I'll, I'll be the assistant to the head podcast host. How about that? All right. Anyway, let's get to it. Now that that, that part is uh, all done with, no, no more to speak about that matchup. I'm sure. Yeah, let's talk about the here. rest of week six. Let's get after <laughs> it. Uh, you know, first off, I just want to say the podcast bump is real. Like yeah. we've had we've had one guest. Rob came on. He got the podcast bump. He put it down over Coop. And <laughs> if you look at the numbers, I mean, I'm just a numbers guy. I'm looking at the analytics of it all. Oh, I like this. On weeks where Rob comes on the pod versus non-pod weeks, he puts up 50 more points in those weeks that he comes on the pod than non-pod weeks. Nicely hmm. done. Maybe some of these other guys should be a guest on the pod. What do you Nicely think? Nicely done. What's up, players? Well, we did we did have one other guest. Doug was on once. Did he? What was his result? Oh, we'd have to go back and look. I think he might have got the podcast bump as well. No, he didn't because that's the week he lost to me, right? Oh, that's right. So yeah, he got the reverse. Uh, he got the podcast jinx. Sorry, Doug. Our bad. <laughs> but that won't usually happen, guys. Come on the pod. Well, we'll probably get the Rob bump. Actually, he wasn't a like a true guest because he was on throughout the whole episode. So this is our first true guest. Okay, yeah, the bump is real. Sense. Believe it. Yes. 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 Um, what else? I know you didn't, you said you weren't able to watch a lot of week six and you no, know, by, I watched, by your I team's watched performance that, that yeah, doesn't surprise it me. <laughs> it wasn't so sad to miss out. Uh, I watched the night games mostly and, you know, I'll bullshit my way through the day games. Um, so nothing special. Uh, yeah, Rob, you know, Rob, Rob has a good week, high score of the week. It looks like, uh, yeah. you know, you put up a really good score, you know, I'll give it to you for, for not you. having most of your guys. I thought, I thought if you didn't have your guys, we had talked about this maybe off air on air last week. Yeah. If you didn't have your guys and I had my, you know, all of mine, once I lost Chubb, I really was not feeling good at all. About yeah. I mean, you did say, I think what you said is if, cause it was unclear about cook and uh, McCaffrey, then and you're like, okay, if one of those two are out along with Barkley, we know he's out. Yeah. I felt good. good which you, you should. Right. I mean, yeah. I think, you, you know, with um, Chubb being out, it kind of leveled it a little bit. Uh, that definitely helped me, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the amazing thing is I like, I'll be the first to admit I've definitely had some schedule luck. Like, I don't even know if I've lost a matchup. I mean, maybe I've lost one matchup and the, and the rest like have been, you know, even if I, um, won the matchup a few times, I hadn't been top four or whatever. So that's why, you know, my record is what it is, but I mean, by hook or by crook, it's, you know, I'm just like waiting for these running backs to come back. And it seems like, uh, I'm just trying to like, hang on in the meantime, I mean, we'll get to the previews, but I think this might be the week that, uh, that I lay an egg. So we'll, we'll see about that. Yeah. So you and Rob, good scores. Rich had a good score. All, all three of those games were not really too close. And then, uh, Ellis and Bilby, usually we have about one close game a week and it was Ellis and Bilby this week. So we'll get into all that. Uh, and then the big exciting news in our league this week, we got trades. We had you know, first trade since me and Coop preseason last week, you and you and Ellis. So we'll talk about that. And then we had two more trades with Doug suddenly heavily involved in the league this yeah. week, making two trades as well. So right. you want to get into that now or what do we want to do here? Yeah, let's, let's talk trades. Sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm all about that. So, so of course, wanna... like last week when you traded for uh, uh, Daryl Williams, I loved yeah. it because it uh, obviously was, you know, you needed help in order to beat me. It gave me <laughs> Not an excuse, but, uh, you know, a great reason for, for why you won this week. And Daryl Williams came through. Pretty much the rest of your team was uh, only did well because you made that trade. I, I think. mean, yeah. And That'll the funny, fly, right? 
the funny thing about that is that originally I didn't, he wasn't the guy I asked for. I wanted Chuba just as, you know, CMC insurance, right? Oh, yeah, that makes you know, sense. Because even when he comes back, like who the heck knows, all of a sudden he went yeah. from like, the guy never missed a game in his entire life, high school, college, pro until last year. And then, you know, he's barely played the last year and a half. So, you know, Ellis didn't want to give him up and I get that. And so I just pivoted to, to Daryl Williams and yeah. boom. I mean, I thought, you know, he's, I didn't expect 20 points. Right. But I just figure in that offense, you know, even as crappy as CEH looks, he's been getting points lately. Like there's worse things than having the lead back in a, in a high powered offense. Yeah. And so I guess Ellis was just ready to jump. We kind of dumped on uh, Beckham and Robinson last week. That's what, see, Ellis... that's what surprised me is I said in the pod that um, he may hit, he may hit the wire in the coming weeks. And, and the Beckham thing dates back to um, like two weeks ago, he offered me Chuba for Beckham. And at the time it seemed like McCaffrey was coming back the following week. Right. So I'm like, you know, I'm not worried about this week. I'll just hold on to him. Cause you know, maybe he'll have value later on. So I knew there was some interest in Beckham, but I was surprised after I said what I said on the pod that uh, he still went for it. Well, and yeah, maybe, you know, hopefully maybe the podcast will actually lead to like more trades. People will see like, you know, Ellis, maybe Ellis's opinion is that Beckham still has something left. He looked okay this week. Like he was yeah. fine. He, you know, it wasn't great, but but certainly worth being owned. And, you know, maybe this will lead to like, oh, Adam's thinking of dropping Beckham. Well, I'll jump on Beckham. Like, what the hell? So maybe yeah. it'll actually like induce more trades. Who knows? Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, the more action we get. I mean, my ultimate dream is to have a trade negotiated and completed on the podcast, <laughs> uh, whether that's with a guest. I mean, you know, I, I don't know that you and I could there'll probably be a long podcast before we could agree to one. But but that would be cool. You know, who knows? We'll, we'll have to see. That would be. A yeah. And peeling back the curtain a little, you know, anytime Adam and I have talked trade, I always have to start off with, uh, you know, don't do the uh, mind fuck negotiation trick, Adam. That shit doesn't work on me. It's called mind fucking. You ever been mindfucked before? I don't think so. I'm mindfucking you right now. You are? Can you feel my dick fucking your mind? I can't really feel anything. See, that's it. That's the art of it. I'm mindfucking the shit out of you. Okay, I know you're master negotiator. And let's just move on and get to the deal. Okay. Like, I, you know, I don't have the time to do that as much anymore. <laughs> uh, the last time I did it and I, it was, it was totally unintentional. And, and I mean, honest, and honestly, the way things are going, like, I don't even know if I won the trade. I mean, right now it's not looking great until Barkley gets hurt, but you know, Ellis doesn't watch a lot of college football and I don't watch as much as I used to, but, but I still know a lot more. And so after I took Taylor, I took him in the first round last year in the draft and we were talking and I was like, this kid's a stud. Like he just broke all the records at Wisconsin and, and his combine stats, which were all true. And then he came out and he, he was like real, remember he was so bad. Like the first half yeah, of the season, like half the season. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just couldn't figure it out. I watched these games and then he, it was like, he couldn't make anybody miss. Right. And there just wasn't a whole lot of room and they were rotating all these other backs in. And so I just couldn't wait to unload him. And then, so I feel like that kind of planted the seed. And then when we started talking trade, it was like, you know, I was able to convince him, yeah, he hasn't been what he can be. But I mean, it's true. Like I wasn't, I wasn't BSing because you can see, you know, Taylor's doing quite well now. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, used, I remember back to doing that. I mean, uh, that was a lot of fun, but that's in the pre-kids, pre-marriage, pre-mortgage right. uh, part of life. Right, right. Yeah. 
so anyway, so uh, I mean, that was totally fair trade. It seems okay on both ends, you know, depending on how long Daryl Williams lasts, if he's going to be like that. Like he wasn't, wasn't really any good. 21 carries though. You can't argue with that. Two touchdowns. So it worked out. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't think it's like Kansas city doesn't really run for a lot of yardage. They just run to kind of show it to ultimately yeah. pass. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, Kareem Hunt used to average big yards, but you know, he's way better than anything that they have now. They do seem to be running it line more i don't know if maybe i'm off on this but kelsey sure doesn't have any touchdowns hardly this year compared to usual there's got to be some regression coming there yeah i feel like he hasn't scored in a few weeks and uh like maybe they just run more at the goal line now i don't know so anyway i mean as long as williams in there i I hope i hope that's the plan i mean so uh, our next one we had a trade yesterday morning so we had cordero patterson going from doug to rob for stefan dig the fuck you guys the fuck the fuck the fuck dude the fuck? All right, seriously, guys? I mean, really? The fuck, dude? The fuck? Uh, Clyde, the fuck? The fuck are you pirates doing? The fuck is this? The fuck? So what do you think of this? So this one caught me totally by surprise, right? I actually, um, I don't really check my uh, personal, e- like, I work for a cybersecurity company, and we are so um, security focused that, we don't like, we're not allowed to use web, like webmail on our, like personal webmail, right? Cause that's how a lot of companies get hacked and whatever. Okay. So I don't really check my personal email much during the day. I'll look at it on my phone or whatever. And so I, I glanced at it. I didn't see anything. And then later that afternoon, I went to just make sure my claims were all in. And it's like the little thing popped up where it says, you know, trade's been completed. And I saw it and I was like, okay, Patterson and Diggs. And I kind of stare, stared at it and my eyes <laughs> back and forth, and just like, kind of looking for the rest of it and, and and i mean i think you had a similar reaction at first i was just like my first reaction was crap i even joked with rob on the pod last week that you know if he's unhappy with digs we should talk um and i would have given a whole lot more than cordero patterson holy shit and i would have felt great about it so for me it was a missed opportunity and it was also wow i know digs is like your second born son what uh, what do you think yeah. So, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't see the email either. I know there's an email that goes out and I check my email pretty regularly, but I, I missed it. And uh, I just have to be scrolling through the rosters and saw, you know, looking, looking for what rag running backs Rob was going to be playing this week. And I'm like, Patterson, I don't remember Patterson being on his team and I'm looking through and I went to find the trade and yeah, sure enough for Diggs. So, I mean, you know, Patterson's been good. So, and we kind of admitted, like, I think last week that like, we just kind of got to accept it and he's going to be good. And Diggs has gotten off to a slow start. We predicted kind of a big week for him this week, and it was fine. He just missed on a second touchdown that would have really given him a big week. It would have kind yeah. of put him well over 100 yards, two touchdowns. So that would have been kind of the big blow-up week, and he just missed it on the pass interference. But, yeah, I think Stefan Diggs, of course, I think the world of him, he's money, man. He, the guy is oh, just yeah. like the ultimate route runner yeah. and, you know, just really, really good. And so this might be one of those situations where, like, sometimes – you just like have it in your mind, you know, you don't really want to go out to each team and be like, yeah. who are you going to give me? Who are you going to give me? Who are you, you know, maybe he got the offer and he's just like, yeah, Patterson's good. And I don't really yeah. give a shit about Diggs, So, and I need a running back. So I'm just going to do it and not deal with anything else. So, I yeah, mean, I, I think Rob could have got more like I told him like, or maybe I told you, I think I told you, like, I would think about doing Swift for him. Like, I don't even yeah. know if he would prefer that, but like, 
I mean, I would. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there's some regression coming. Like, I don't even know what to think of DeAndre Swift now. There's been so much DeAndre Swift talk, but. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think he's crushing it on garbage time, and Detroit sucks, so that's going to continue. But I think Diggs is a is like the about as good a buy low as you can get because he hasn't had that blow up game. I wonder if he catches that second touchdown on a deep one, and all of a sudden he has a 25 point game rather than a 14 point game if this trade looks different or, or doesn't happen at all. But I mean, you look at him, the volume's insane. Uh, double digit targets, four out of six games. His, his floor, you know, this year has been still over six points. So, you know, it hasn't been a blow up game, but he hasn't killed you as well. I know the bye week people make deals to get lineups filled and whatever, but, but yeah, I think Doug got a, got a steal on this one. I mean, I said in our first pot, I thought he could be the wide receiver one on the year you know it hasn't happened he's like 21 but um i mean i guarantee the rest of his year is way better than the start of his year yeah i got on that so and and i think and there's also i think this is just like rob having so many receivers that he's just like yep okay here's a deal i'll take it whatever like yeah <laughs> sometimes sure. you just don't want to deal with it and you just want to be done so i can kind of understand that like you know you don't want to always be dealing with ellis and his roundabout round and round and round and sometimes you just want to get a deal done so yeah, but I do think he probably could have got more. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I, I actually just kind of thought of a new approach, right? If you're not strapped for time, you know, like um, you might, you could just put a note out to the league and be like, okay, I, I'm trading this guy. Everybody wants him. Send me your best <laughs> and final, and I'm gonna pick one. Yeah, <laughs> like I probably shouldn't be giving this up on the pod because if I want to do a trade, that seems like a good way to try to get some value, right? And, and people kind of do that, you know. People have yeah. been putting feelers out there. I Ryan mean, Coop did Zeke's it up. in our, our, our next offers. trade. Right. Yeah, our next trade coop but uh, that's exactly what and by the time i even like read by the time i even read that text the trade had already been done <laughs> yeah i read it and i was out and i i'm like oh okay and i i glanced at what what could i do to try to get see yeah. that's certainly somebody i'd be interested in and like i started looking and then got you know distracted and by the time i got back to it boom he's gone so yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much same thing and I, I think he got fine value i think um you know certainly if he's looking for a keeper you're trading and, you know, you're getting six extra years of Harris compared yeah. to Zeke and, you know, Claypool. I don't, I don't think he's all that just given the limitations of Roethlisberger at this point, but you know, Coop's really needy for wide receivers. So that it does give him some depth. I strongly prefer Coop's to this on this Coop side on this. I mean, how's your portfolio? I'd say strong to quite strong. I see for this season, like I see Harris and Zeke as about equal. Like yeah. if, if we redrafted the whole league, would, would they, and just like read keeper or not keeper, like, wouldn't they be really close to each other? Like first I, round, middle of the first round. I would think close? so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so And now, and now we add in the factor that we're a keeper league and he's going to be keeping Harris for five, six years. Possibly, oh yeah. yeah. Where Zeke has maybe one year left. Like, yeah, Fine, Zeke knows? looks much better this year, but I just way prefer Ryan. Well, you you talk about me in my uh my the playing the mind games. This isn't a mind game, but it's smart because you know certain people have um allegiances to certain players. We know Doug's got you know love for Zeke over the yeah. years, and so you leverage that. And I mean, it makes sense, right? If someone has a favorite player, you probably go to them first for a trade because you're probably going to get you know the most have the most leverage with them. This is the Yes, right. <laughs> but no, <laughs> Cooper Cup. Sorry, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, but I like to see trades. I mean, honestly, like I haven't even looked at trades. I haven't thought about trades besides no, I hadn't the, that one I did with Ellis, uh, just because things have been going pretty well, and I want to see like my full squad with the running backs. But yeah, I swear it's like every time I see a trade executed, it, it like 
makes my finger want to go, okay, let's go look for a trade. It's yeah. something about it that like makes, okay, I want, I want one too, you know? And it's cool. Cause we're in the time of year where the draft picks are not involved in the trades. Like right. everybody's just kind of scheming to get players. They're just wanting to trade player for player. Nobody's yeah. trying to like say, well, I'm going to just, I want like, you know, I'll take the bad side of the deal as long as you throw in a draft pick. Like, no, nobody yeah. wants a bad side of a deal right now. No. You know, this, this trade is good. This Zeke for, for the, the, both these trades are good because Rob's getting a running back that he, you know, he needs a running back and Doug's getting a better player. So there's not that the players are equal, but there's reason behind it. Right. And neither one is saying from the, from the trade, neither one is saying like, well, I'm getting the worst player. So you need to throw in draft picks. Like right. I, right. I think Rob could have said that and probably could have got something, but he didn't. And so, and they're both just saying like, I'm, I'm addressing a need and same thing on Zeke for Harris. Like yeah. Ryan's addressing a need for a receiver and uh-huh. Doug's addressing his need for Ezekiel Elliott, I guess. But anyway, yes, yeah, right. It's like, it's cool. I mean, eventually we'll have the trades where the draft picks will be included and that'll be fun. But right now it's like these kind of trades signify that everybody is just trying to improve their team yeah. and stay in the race so that they don't get made fun of on this podcast. Right. I mean, that's, that would be big incentive to me. I mean, we talk about, and I don't even know if we, I mean, I guess we have our standing like last place punishment, but I would almost think that's so, um, you know, that's not very tough compared to getting roasted on the podcast every week. Yeah, for sure. Funny you talked about last place punishments because this, the one, the Waffle House one has become really popular. Oh, yeah. heard of that one. Oh, yeah. And I watched, I, I read through like a whole Twitter string of a guy who had to do that. And like, oh, he's oh yeah, I've seen that too. It's, doesn't that sound miserable? It's crazy, man. The yeah. guy's just sitting there like scarfing through the waffles and like dying <laughs> on the inside. Like it's, <laughs> Like it was a, it was like the whole day was just oh, yeah. on Twitter. It was really cool. It's funny that how he documented it. I thought that yeah. was, that was like, hilarious. I was thinking if we, if I ever had to do that, like, yeah, I would only, I would not like be trying to shave time off. I would just be riding out eat the waffles when I'm hungry, but I'm not going to like risk puking. To yeah. Shave off an hour. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, if there's any way you could like sleep in, in that, I know. Yeah. Booth, I don't know if they, if the waffle house would let you, but I think that would be right. the best strategy. I guess if you tip them enough, like the guy said, he tipped them pretty well. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. So, uh, so let's talk about, uh, week six matchups. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. You want to kick us off with Rob and Coop? Sure. Let me get, pull that up right now. Rob, Rob, man, 166.94, team 2-2 train, 131. I believe this was the one where we differed on our picks, correct? Uh, this was, yes. I took Coop and you had Rob. Yep. Yeah. So obviously I'm much smarter than you in picking, uh things. So fantasy football <laughs> wise, we'll just say that, you know, I'm much, much smarter. So with Deontay, have you had sexual intercourse with any of the men you contact on Facebook? You said no. The lie detector test determined that was a lie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Rob, with a good week here, Stafford and uh, Cup go crazy. Man. Gets, you know, he gets that going again. Um, I thought it was, you know, it's always good when, when you see consistency. That's what I look for in yeah. fantasy. And he had all but one player over nine points, which is really good. Most of them yep. in double digits. You know, I like seeing that. And um you know, so really good on Rob's end. Like Coop was fine. You know, Dak goes off. Derrick Henry, a monster, as predicted on the pod. The Buffalo defense does a great job shutting down Derrick Henry. Oh wait, no, they don't. Derrick We're Henry not the best all, for nothing. All yes. over them. Um, you know, and, and you, I don't know. Were you watching the game? Because they showed that stat almost immediately after his long touchdown run. 
um he had that long like 70 whatever yard touchdown run and then when yeah. they came back they showed like the last three times it was basically the stat you yeah. gave it was yeah. Funny. yeah yeah and uh you know you knew right then like it's just this is this is how it's going to go like it's it's a different it's a whole different kind of thing like crazy that buffalo could shut down patrick mahomes but it's just like every other week where derrick henry starts off kind of slow just kind of you know moving along and then he busts one out and he just starts trucking people yeah you know and they all they all wear down and he's got that swiss cheese kc defense this week oh my gosh this could could get ugly so uh good game good game for rob here he comes through and obviously nothing to worry about for Coop. still very good team so yeah the one thing i'll add is is hopkins 17 and a half points on three targets uh i don't know if anyone ever broke down like points per target but my (laughs) gosh like I guess that's efficient, not necessarily st- sustainable, but it is noticeable that his volume, like he's usually a guy that's like 10 targets every game. And he's had a couple this year that have been low for him. Well, I mean, obviously they have a lot of, a lot of pass catchers. So um, next matchup, moving on, see these nuts. These nuts. <laughs> Got <he. laughs> 119.70 over Bilbo Baggins, 113.58. Uh, didn't know it at the time, but Ellis, wins it on that walk-off overtime touchdown to cd lamb you know he, he wasn't doing a whole lot and then he just kind of blew up with those two late touchdowns um you know uh not a whole lot for for bilby it seems like his receivers are really letting him down woods and Lockett, both you know just really no volume i mean Lockett, it, it's so weird first two games he was a beast i mean he might have been wide receiver one after the first two games and then he's just done absolutely nothing since um what do you what do you think you have some notes here chris yeah i just think like the locket thing and it was because it, it i mean he's always been like this you know where it's like blow up game and then nothing and blow yeah. up game everyone's and but it was because it was the first two weeks of the year back to back right off the bat and, and we're just thinking wow maybe not this time now it's really going to be like tyler locket crazy season and yeah it's just not and now it's like geno smith sad like <laughs> disgusting season for both right. him and metcalf like my quarterback so i mean not much he can do like bilby kind of just got to keep playing him eventually you know something should happen um i feel like bilby just kind of like he has the most exciting player in the nfl and patrick mahomes and yet i just feel like bilby's team's just kind of boring like you know sometimes these guys put up okay numbers and a lot of times they don't like robert woods you know whatever last week he had like 150 yards no touchdown this week he got the touchdown he's got christian kirk did okay and you know just sorry billy but you got a boring team like and and the funny thing is like billy's always like right there competing to get in the playoffs and yeah. instead this year it's like it doesn't look like it's going to be like that and instead it's every week he's competing to get a win and he's just missing a win like every time so sucks, yeah but. he's definitely had some tough he's had a lot of i mean a lot of games that where it's a few points here or there could could go the other way yeah we talked about uh you know that your trade last year with taylor and saquon and like jonathan taylor just looks like so good i mean they never they don't give him enough work ever like every week seems to be like 14 15 carries but he just especially in a game where they were ahead from the very start the whole way yeah like had 83 yard run this week last week he had that big catch and run and man he just if they ever there's been you know rumblings of them trading marlon mack and if that happens and they actually get jonathan taylor some more work I really still believe that he Ellis could be on the right end of that trade. Yeah, he, he certainly could. I mean, it's it's that it was value for value. Um, you know, different value, obviously, right? I knew I knew there'd be an adjustment period for Saquon. Uh the frustrating thing is it looked like he was just about there, right? And then that was the flukiest 
ankle injury, you know, possible and, and yeah. bad. So now it's like, oh, great. Just hitting the stride. Now he's going to come back again. And, you know, he's probably take a few weeks to ramp back up. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to ebb and flow, right? I mean, I remember a few weeks ago, Saquon had a big game with the walk-off touchdown and then Taylor struggled. And it was like, oh, I feel great about the trade. So, it, it, you know, it ebbs and flows. We got to wait probably another year or two to, to really see who won it. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, solid game for Ellis. I'm not going to talk trash on his quarterback. Everybody got to see it last Thursday night, how bad he was. But uh, once again... Was it was a, it bad? It, it wasn't very good, huh? Was, oh, yeah. my gosh. He was just horrendous. Like, <laughs> Jalen Hurts. I, hey, I, it looks like 27 points in the book to me, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, keep keep going on with your 27 points. Nice. Okay. Right. Just don't watch. Whatever you do, don't watch it. So, yeah. All right, exactly. next up, we got Cash Money Hillionaires, 131.46, Chi-Town Fresh, 88.10 out here. Woof. Yeah. That's all I can say about Doug's team is woof. <laughs> uh, it was, it's definitely rough. You know, I was all excited for Doug. I picked him. I think we both picked him, right, with Herbert. Yeah, we did. We were Herbert just a little off on this one. Yeah, Herbert goes to Baltimore and just lays an egg. I mean, I saw Miles Gaskin in his lineup. I didn't love it. You know, he's yeah. coming off a good game, but obviously that did not work. Claypool was quiet. McLaurin quiet. Like another rough week for all of his receivers. You know, just just tough going for Doug and and Rich's Rich's studs come through again. Yep. I, I I don't know if we're gonna include Leonard Fournette in his studs, but he certainly looks good lately. I mean, he had some nice. Nice moves in that uh, Thursday game. Certainly got a lot of volume. I mean, I'm I'm happy with it from a from a dynasty perspective having him. But yeah, I mean, and and he did all this with Eckler basically not doing a whole lot. Metcalf held in check. Nothing from his defense. So yeah, good uh, good win all around for Rich. Yeah, I think like Fournette is different. This is not. I I got you know I drafted him. I think number one overall is rookie yeah. Year. I mean, it was a no brainer because he was you know, very high. Man, and me and, me and Ellis even made like a bet about him. And he was yeah. pretty, he was like, he put up the numbers his first year. He was never, I could tell right pretty in the beginning, it seemed like, okay, maybe there's potential, but you could just tell he did not, you know, he's a power guy, but he does not have moves. He's not going to make yeah. cuts and like do anything special. Like it was just never anything special, but he seems better this year. Like, I don't know how three, four years later, he can all of a sudden be better, but well, he's also like, on a better team, right? All yeah. those teams in Jacksonville for, I mean, they had that, his, I think it was his rookie year that they, I mean, they almost went to the Super Bowl. They were AFC title game. And I think that was the one where they were ahead of uh, new England and they came back and took it. So that was really the only good team he was on. And he was, he was legitimately good as a rookie. I mean, you got a good year. I think he was definitely a top 10 back. Yeah. And I think I rookie him, year. Like, and then yeah. it just like fell off a cliff to the point where, you know, Jacksonville said like, we don't even want to like play you just buy like leave you know and he so, became a moron like he was doing dumb stuff yeah you know yeah. like i don't remember all, all it was but it, you know like i i don't even there was there was some some stupid things he was doing he basically it was like a like team. a last season last game of the season i think he got um he something like he was not engaged on the bench or he was yeah. goofing around or just just basically not taking it seriously and I feel like he got in a fight somewhere along the way in there. He too. did, like, yeah, yeah. He's had he got kicked he's had out of the some game stuff. Or... Even back to college, he's had some stuff. But I remember watching him in college, and I was just like, just you know, it wasn't like like with Barkley when Barkley came out. My whole thought process is like, what do I have to give up to get the top pick in Dynasty? And I, going into the draft, I, I offered like that guy every combination of trade to try to get the Barkley pick and couldn't happen. <laughs> and Fournette was probably like one level behind that where I was like, man, I really want this. No, I wasn't obsessed with it. Like I was the Barkley one, but 
Uh, <laughs> but he was, I mean, he wasn't Barkley level, but he was really, really good coming out of college. Yeah. And, and like back to looking pretty good and they've got him, you know, this might be Brady, like reining him in because he's not, and not had any kind of issues, you know, and just like playing good, powerful, running people over. And, you know, he gets all the goal line, just like solid, you know? Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, all right. Yeah. So uh, last one, I guess we'll spend uh, a couple more minutes here on uh, our last matchup. Run you CMC. You want to read the score to me? Yeah, Run CMC 140.62. You're going to die clown 109.28. Hate that clown. Easy. If you can't beat the clown, how are you going to beat Shooter McGavin? Wait, is is 109 more than 140? Oh, 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 oh. Math jokes. <laughs> that was good. Oh, all man. right. So I'll, in all seriousness, the reverse jinx is undefeated. Obviously, I wanted to pick myself. I knew I was going to win, but a reverse jinx never hurts. Um, we talked about Daryl Williams. You know, I talked about my boy Dalvin. I pretty much said everything that, that I had to say um in my earlier remarks what what about your your squad and i knew it was off to like i just i said this last week that i had coming off 191 the previous week i knew there was no way people were going to blow up again like it it wasn't a total egg you know i broke yeah. 100 at least but you know brady on thursday night it's the first half was fine and the second half they said oh no his thumb's not bothering him at all i call bullshit on that because it did yeah. not look the same to me well, they and, weren't pushing yeah. it down the field. Yeah, it was awesome. And when they did, he was like way overthrowing people yeah. and he threw a pick and like it just was not the same. Hopefully yeah. everything's fine with him because that did not look like that game broke him. about as well as it could for me from a matchup perspective where, you know, Brady was held in check. Mike Evans didn't do anything. I mean, Godwin didn't do anything, but Antonio Brown, you know, had a nice game. I mean, that game, like once Thursday was over, I was feeling pretty confident going into the weekend. Yeah, once I don't get like... 40 from my quarterback like you gotta feel yeah. pretty good and and just i just knew coming off that 191 last week like it was gonna go i didn't you know i didn't go back that down that far but i was you know buoyed by my defense a little bit here and all my receivers just doing nothing swift you know falls into the end zone for a little bit and gets a few receiving yards so he was fine aaron jones looked really good looked you know really aaron jones like the only like like the best part about my team was like i thought khalil herbert on the bears yeah. like, looked really good yeah. Um, like I, I went back and watched, you know, all of his carries and all of his catches just to see kind of what he looked like. Cause I got, yeah. him, I got him actually all three of my leagues. I picked him up. In, like, I mean, I, you're always going to like toot your own player's horn, but I just thought he kind of looked like Aaron Jones on the other side. Like, you know, he, he's breaking tackles. He's able to plant his foot and then, you know, just cut the other way. He beat guys to the outside multiple times, you know, around the corner. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not sure where he stands on this team. He's only six round pick and they seem really high on Montgomery when he gets back, but I would not be surprised. It sounds like Damian Williams, you know, is a moron and didn't get vaccinated. So he might be out again. So uh, he might get another chance this week. And if he can do something against Tampa, that'll really be impressive. But yeah. yeah so the one like highlight of my week is this guy on the bench that I thought looked really good and has potential. I mean, you never know. I mean, I think Aaron Jones was a fifth round pick if I remember right. And he was out of a small school at UTEP. I mean, Herbert, you know, played at a couple of big schools that started at Kansas and finished at, at Virginia Tech. So, yeah, I thought he looked good, too. I was just kind of watching the red zone parts, but uh, everything I saw and obviously the 
the numbers look good. Um, so yeah, nice little, that was a nice little sneaky pickup after the, um, you know, after the initial waivers. Yeah. I totally airballed on the Friday waivers. I wasn't, I wasn't even, I hadn't even looked. And so like, I'm just looking on Saturday and like accidentally dropped Latavius Murray as I'm looking through guys. Oh, was that, was that on accident? Yeah. At first, because okay. then I sent out that text that I accidentally dropped him. Oh, that's right. That's right. Like I tried to pick up somebody who was like, not really, like it was a cool RT sports Boris feature where you, yeah try to pick somebody up that isn't actually available yet or something. Right. I've and like, that. yeah. And then, so like it Where still pr- drops the protected. player. You hit submit and it still drops the player you select to drop, but the guy you wanted to add, it doesn't get added. So yeah, I'm just you like, know. And maybe in a so, few more years, of that. And uh, you know, if we had $10 for every time people have accidentally dropped people off the IR, man, we, <laughs> so we'd have some money. I have a very big testicles. No yeah. shit, for sure. And so then I start looking through. I'm like, oh, this Herbert guy, he's supposed to start. And, yeah. you know, it looks pretty good. I mean, I any starting him. running back should be on a roster, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Even if you have no idea if they're good be. or not. It didn't seem like a multi-week thing. So that was why I was hesitant. But I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I read Apparently, I mean, he's still guy. out of practice. So maybe, it, you know, maybe it is. Maybe he's still symptomatic or whatever. Yeah, and and the thing was also that that first week when it was him and Williams sharing carries, he still got a lot of work. So I thought, yeah, yeah let's give him a try. So anyway, that's enough Khalil Herbert talk. Let's yeah, uh... <laughs> shout out Khalil. Um, yeah, that's that's why you guys are listening, right? Listen all about my bench running back. So that's right. A highlight right. of the week for me. I think I guess we'll talk... get on to waivers. You yeah, got, we've, uh, we've anything talked else a lot about, about it, right? Uh, I think we can breeze through this pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah um you know it's the bipocalypse as espn is calling it i don't know if espn like originated this but uh yeah crazy waiver wire frenzy here with 11 guys getting picked up it's it's the most we've had all season on a wednesday and like it just seems like mostly trash it, it is yeah and this week um i mean that i will tell you this week is is the bipocalypse in my neighborhood league and you know i'm i'm not a guy who drafts according to buys like if i'm absolutely like dead split on a guy and the buy matters then maybe it's a tiebreaker but i don't i don't care about buys cuz right same cares you know yeah um i want the best players but somehow in my neighborhood league nine of the 16 players on my roster are on a buy <laughs> this week oh like, that's awesome <laughs> going this week so figuring out and 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 i don't love i mean yahoo's waiver system is okay but we do fab also so yeah. it's like waivers so it was like a hieroglyphics chart trying to figure out my waivers in that league this week <laughs> i still need to fill like two positions because i didn't get all the guys i wanted so yeah that sucks too because you basically have to probably drop guys you don't want to drop yeah and i just lost last week uh i was the second highest score we're it's like the same setup as our league but it's ppr and okay. i put up like a buck 90 and the guy against me had derrick henry on that monday night and like uh, his, his second touchdown just beat me so yeah brutal. and then i go into into this week but anyway no one wants to hear about my my other team what about <laughs> uh what about the players i mean you, you mentioned uh dearness johnson yeah yeah dearness goes to camp he's uh you know he's not kareem hunt he's not nick chubb and you hey know, he's both- got three carries on the year well <laughs> yeah. those have been i know nothing carries. about this guy like same i have my other league that's fab and so i was like trying to figure out if i should pick this guy up because i have chubb in that league and i can't find i think he played in the xfl i'm I'm yeah i'm pretty sure he he played in some uh, or like the arena league he played somewhere um yeah yeah he played in the oh the alliance of american football that was that oh yeah oh yeah right yeah we had the san diego team for like four (laughs) games until they folded that was Shout out. That was fun. Uh, so, yeah, but you know what? I mean, I, I try to pick him up everywhere too, because they got to give the ball to somebody. So 
Might as well I be guess, him. like, I, I didn't even end up bidding enough on him, and I really didn't care in that league. Yeah, like, this game is going to be brutal. Yeah, uh, seriously. No Mayfield, probably, you know, if Beckham plays, he's he's not going to be anywhere near 100%. None of the backs. Broncos are all beat up. Like, this thing is like, Gross. this is like the um, poster child for the players saying, like, oh, we shouldn't play on Thursdays, and we shouldn't play <laughs> right. extra weeks. Like, they all they got to do is present this game with how many yeah. guys are not playing. Yeah, it'll be funny to hear the, how the announcers pump this one up because this is just going to be so ugly. Like, yeah. So like, and- Keenum, Bridgewater, <laughs> it's Thursday night football. <laughs> Can't wait. Come watch it. Yeah, super exciting. So, right. Yeah, so like I put in, a, I put in a request for for dearness as well but i i'm like didn't want to get him because i didn't want to drop whoever i was going to drop yeah. like i forget who it even was now yeah i don't even remember but like i'm just like i guess i should put in for him and like have a backup to chubb since hunt's probably out yeah for a while but like and like both their tackles are at were out last week you know so you got this backup guy i think one of them's playing tonight uh, yeah i, I heard one of them's out. playing it's gonna um, be so rough it's though. Not gonna be pretty for this. It'd be, guy, a, like, it'd be a good like, time to I think to have either defense or bet the under. I think is yeah the, the way to capitalize on this game. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. Um, I, I think Goddard was interesting. I know you noticed that as well. I actually did put in a claim for him just because I I need a uh, I don't need a tight end this week, but I just thought he could be an asset, right? If he just gets like all the Goddard and Ertz work, I thought he could be interesting. So I thought that was a, that was a good pickup. Yeah. I mean, I've always, I don't know that much about Goddard, but I've always read that he's like really good. Like he's a solid player. And if he ever got, you know, it was all this talk all summer. If it, you know, Ertz is getting traded no matter what, well, that didn't happen. But as soon as like, when the expectation was that he would, like there was a lot of hype on him. So yeah, I certainly think he should be owned. Yeah, absolutely. He was one of those guys that, like you said, with uh, Johnson, you hope you didn't get him. I put in a claim and I hope you didn't get him too, because I've used him a few times across the years in different leagues just as a fill-in. And he, I don't swear he's never got more than three points every time I've used him. <laughs> he never has a good game. So, uh, so yeah, let's, uh, let's move on to WTF of the week. Um, I'll kick us off because mine's just quick and easy. Um, another fun RT sports glitch. I'm sure you guys have experienced this over the years. So if you're on mobile, and you know let's say you just don't look at your phone in a while and you want to hop back on and see the updated scores there's that little banner that goes across the top and it'll be like you know um you know cream hunt 10 yard touchdown from baker mayfield and then it goes away right but if you sometimes it gets in the lock where it just keeps (laughs) going back and forth back and forth nothing will stop it unless you refresh the page it'll just make (laughs) your eyeballs want to bleed welcome to the rock uh, so good job rt sports uh, that's a that's a fun one chris yeah i didn't even know what you were talking about in this because i don't use the the app or anything like i just use the website oh well yeah the website but on, on when i mean mobile i mean yeah i don't use the app either but just their mobile site right the okay mobile, but now phone, yeah okay yeah because yeah. now when you start talking about it, now i realize that that happens yeah you know on the site on your phone and you're just like and i like it it covers the part where the scores are right I th- yeah, I think exactly. the banner comes across exactly. The scores yeah. are at it's the annoying because you want to see what the other scores are. Yeah, right? and it's just like yeah. nonstop. And sometimes it's the same thing over. And- oh man, totally. Well, the, like, the funny thing about RT it, Sports yeah. app is it's literally just their website, but hosted on the app rather than on the browser. Like right. it's literally <laughs> nothing different, right? Yeah. So my WTF of the week, mine will be short and sweet too, because mine's pretty easy. Um, I just want to make sure, Adam. So you're telling me 
All I had to do this year was just put in a request for Cordero Patterson, and then I could have turned him into Stefan Diggs. W-T-F. Yeah, I'm fucking upset. That is all. Yeah, I don't I, I got nothing to add to that one. I think <laughs> I think we are in agreement. Uh, and I'm not, I mean, I think I, if, if I, I knew that it's all it was, I would have traded for Cordero Patterson and then <laughs> just flipped him like I flip a, like you flip a house right now yeah. flip him and in, into Stefan Diggs that would be amazing and like it's not a great trade but like if I would it's the, the W2F is more about like god I wish I would have known that I could have done that same, same thing right <laughs> yeah I, I know I could have if I was just more proactive I could have but there's times I think about like offering a trade to somebody or starting the talks and i but then i just think about like how painful it is i'm like i don't have a lot of time like how many texts is gonna take and i just basically finally convince myself i'll forget about it and then i see this trade i'm like oh you're such an idiot like like i even joked about it on the pod that i wasn't joking i was serious i know and like at this point of the season it's like you just don't feel like you need to put the effort in yet like when you get down to it and you get down to the end and you're like get you can smell the playoffs you can smell that first place then the motivation starts to pick up i feel yeah like. oh for sure yeah that, that's when it gets but yeah right now i just don't have the motivation <laughs> yep <laughs> hey that's our we pretty much have one saying every week right i don't do anything fun i'm not a really good friend and i don't have the motivation yes that's, that's, that's our podcast in a nutshell yep that, that that's pretty much it so let's move to <laughs> let's move to week seven uh recapping our predictions you were two and two last week i was one and three um you know you you hit uh rob over coop so i'm ahead of you by one game uh we've only been picking for the last three weeks but i'm nine and seven you're eight and eight we both hit our locks of the week each week so um let's let's run it back and kick things off yeah why don't you give me your your thoughts on bilbo baggins versus two two train bilbo baggins team two two train like this one's funny because uh we've just spent I mean, we're trying not to just like rag on Bilby. Like we've called this team rough. He has a tough time. He's two and 10. He's, we picked against him a lock of the week twice. Yep. But I think it's hilarious. The team that he's going against this week, this is not Ryan's team. No, it's not. (laughs) It sounds like, it sounds like you're going where I'm going on this. This is so funny. Like, like he's got, he's got Henry in there, but with no Zeke, who's now Najee Harris. Yeah. No Jefferson, no Dak, like uh, McCall starting Hardman. You're basically just like <laughs> praying for one big play. And if it doesn't happen, you're not, you're not getting anything. Yeah. Wow. So, so yeah. funny, but I mean, I like Mahomes matchup against Tennessee and Jacobs, I think could do fine against Philly. Yeah. Um, I, I really like Bilby's team this week. I'm going with Bilby as the lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Man, I wish we could get different locks of the week because I'm doing the same thing. Uh, again, it, it's it, this is just not Ryan's team. You, know, you see Matt Ryan starting at quarterback. You're running out. Uh, the receivers, I think, are the worst part, right? Corey Davis, McCole Hardman, and yeah. Jalen Waddle. I mean, not that they're not decent players, but those aren't what you expect to see on an eight-team fantasy league for for receivers. So yeah, I'm I'm going with Bilby. I mean, I think Kamara, Mixon, Mahomes, they all do their thing. If his team just kind of does their average with unless Henry just has the game of all games, I, I I'm gonna give it to Bilby. I I I you know I go with the upset and, and not just the upset. I'm I'm with you on the lock. And I think also the another thing if you were even on the fence is I looked at the defenses, which is I usually don't pay too much attention to defense because you never know week to week. But 
Arizona at home against Houston is like the best possible matchup. I picked up Indy to go against them last week and it was just like sack after turnover after, you know, fumble. I mean, it was just a comedy of errors for Houston. So I think, uh, I think it's Bilby this week. Yeah. And, and I've talked a couple of times about if Bilby could just get these three running backs, I like these three running backs. Like I have two of them in dynasty and I, yeah, I believe in Josh Jacobs. He started really slow, but I think he's really good. And so he's got them. Finally, this might be the first time maybe since week one that he has all three in his lineup ready to go. So yeah, I really like the two and 10 team here against eight and four. It's funny, but yeah. Yeah. It is, it is funny when you look at the records and we're both like, Hey, lock of the week for the <laughs> two and 10 team. We're probably going to look like a bunch of idiots, but yeah, uh, but I, I don't think so. I think he's going to take it down. So yeah. And, and we are recording this Thursday afternoon before any games or if any other trades happen, we we're not aware of them yet. So moving on my matchup run CMC against Rob, man. What do you think? Well, I mean, again, both these teams look pretty pretty ragged to me. I wish I was playing one of these one of these <laughs> skank teams this week. Like oh, this bad, ought to be a yeah. nice a nice eighty five to seventy five game. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rob's got a few of his of his players in here. He's got Stafford and Cup, so you know that'll be good. And you got, um, you know, Antonio and Godwin. You got Debo, so that's all fine. But boy, neither one of the, you don't have, you don't have your quarterback yet. So no, yeah, it's neither funny. one of these teams looks any good. They both look shitty. I I yeah. I, I think you both are terrible. And because I hate you, I'm picking <laughs> Rob. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you, but I hate you too. And I especially hate you. <laughs> <laughs> okay i like it i respect it you know it's funny I, I made the note on our next game we'll get to but I, I made a joke that it could be that their lineups are ugly and it could be a first to 90 wins type of type of matchup <laughs> but you could legitimately say the same thing here i mean i you know josh allen on a bye mike williams on a bye none of my three running backs playing i mean it's it's ugly, right? I still have to find a quarterback. We're here on Thursday. I don't have a, a, a playing quarterback on the roster. Undefined uh, at quarterback. And I know who I'm going to pick up. And it's, it's, it's just like, it's, it's, you know, painful. close your eyes and pray kind of, <laughs> kind of territory, right? So that said, I'm, I'm riding high. I'm going to stay with myself. I didn't think, you know, lock of the week, certainly, but um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, you know, it's one of those years where things are just breaking right so far besides the running back injury. So it, it feels weird to even say I mean, that, you easily but... could win. You're going against Cordero Patterson, Javante Williams at running. Yeah. Back. That's yeah. Not it's scary, a toss but... up, right? It's for me, it's a toss up. I'm going to, I'm going to go with myself in that scenario. Yeah. But uh, you are a dick and you beat me last week. So I'm definitely not picking you. So. Yeah, and then that's totally fine. So what do you think <laughs> on CD's nuts? These nuts. <laughs> Got <he. laughs> Against Shy Town Fresh. I love Guido. All right, CD's nuts. Shy Town Fresh looks like updated line. We got a really close one here. Doug favored by three and a half right now. Oh man, um, I didn't. You know, this I was looking through these late last night, and I didn't do a whole lot of digging on this one. I, you know, I I like uh, I like Ellis has most of his most of his regular guys. No Keenan Allen. He has no CD Lamb, but uh, I don't know. He's still got Hollywood and Devonte Smith is okay. He's got Chuba in there for another week. Should be fine. He's looking good. Plus Taylor and man, I hate picking Hurts, but uh, <laughs> anyway, I, <laughs> I I'm gonna pick Ellis. No no real reason here. Doug's team seems fine, uh, but I'm going Ellis. Yeah. So we finally got one we disagree on. It, it's funny. <laughs> I well, we disagreed make... on the last one. You and Rob, right? I oh yeah. Rob sorry. Yeah. 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 
yeah, we disagree on another one. That's this our I think our most disagreement. So that's so that's good. But this one, I, I I just started looking at it earlier today and making my notes. And I initially picked Ellis, and it was so funny because I just started looking at the matchup and I saw Doug starting Sam Darnold, and I said, <laughs> okay, I'm literally not going to look at the rest of the matchup. I'm just going to pick Ellis, and it'll be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> to really just off of that and that alone. But then I went and I looked at it and then the closer I looked at it, I was like, ah, you know, I mean, it's, uh, Ellis's team is, is hurting, right? We don't know about Johnson, you know, Taylor and Hubbard, good. Uh, Brown is like boomer bust. Callaway like has no volume, right? He's just, he lived off of a Hail Mary's last game. I mean, I, I wouldn't expect a whole lot from him. You know, Devonta Smith is, you know, like sub, I, I think I saw a stat like half his games, he's been three points or below. So, I mean, it's just not pretty there for, for Ellis this week. And so I'm going to go with Doug. I think, you know, Henderson's just been really good so far. They should get up big against Detroit. His uh, geriatric receivers of <laughs> Green and Jones, I don't know about those guys, but I think if you look at more McLaurin and Waller the last two weeks, they've all basically done nothing. Like, I don't think they've had more than five and a half points between, uh, you know, all of them those weeks. So I think at least one or two of those guys goes off with a big week and, and Doug pulls it out. It does seem like those guys are due. Like I always talk up DJ Moore and Terry McLaurin. Cause again, those are two of my dynasty guys and I yeah. love them. And like, it, but, but yeah, once if I just, your eyes go straight to the quarterbacks and I yeah. hate Jalen hurts, but fuck Sam Darnold. Like no way. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm done I, right there. <laughs> uh, see, I mean, I'm desperate for a quarterback this week. And even I thought that was ridiculous. And I, I mean, he's got a matchup. I'm looking at, like the, I'm looking at, you know, scraping the bottom barrel here. It's not like there's a ton of choices and he started off really good this year and yeah. the matchup is fine. So, Oh, he was like legit the first three weeks. Of course yeah. they're playing like the, the trash of the league, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, the matchup is nice. So he's got that going for anyway. Him. Good for us to have a difference. I, I definitely yeah. see this going either. I don't feel strongly about it, but uh, yeah, good. Good. To, you go Doug. I go Ellis. So sounds yeah. Good. And so I'll, I'll talk first on, on your matchup against rich. You know, this one to me was really close. Uh, I found a lot of them really close this week. I kind of struggled. There was none, none of them that really stood out where I was just like confidently that's the choice. Right. But on this one, um, yeah, I just kind of went back and forth and it was interesting because there were more richest players that I liked, but there were a couple spots where I thought your advantage was so massive that it kind of overtook that. Like if you look at, you know, the uh, Aaron Jones against, uh, you know, like either Harris or Fournette. I feel like that's a huge matchup uh, advantage, you know, Adams against, um, you know, uh, with Adams and Evans as the two top against any of his, uh, you know, since he's, since he's playing four receivers, you know, basically it would be like his third or fourth receiver. You know, I, I like that matchup as well for you. So I think it's going to be close, but, but I got you pulling out a, a close one here. Woo, nicely done. All right. I like to I'm, I'm assuming you're picking yourself. Yeah. Hopefully I can make you proud. Well, this is, I think this is really close too. Um, Brady has a tough matchup, but I think he'll be fine. Like he can't really run on Chicago. So he should be, yeah. he should be able to throw on them. Hopefully usually in a bad Evans week is followed by a good Evans week. So I would, I would have to see Evans. Sure. I would have to think Evans should be able to come through. It's a good matchup for Adams. Washington has not been as good as, as they were supposed to have been. I feel like Kelsey's got to come through one of these times. Like this yeah. is a good matchup for him too. I feel like this has got to happen for Kelsey. He looks, it doesn't quite look like the same Kelsey. He looks a little slower out there, but he's still like gigantic. And eventually, you know, he's going to have a Kelsey game. Yeah. I, I wouldn't worry too much Pittman about him. There. Yeah. I was really hoping the Pittman was going to be Kadarius Tony. Cause he started off looking, <laughs> looking good again last week. So I don't yeah. love that spot, but I like a lot of these, but uh, 
it's definitely tough. Like Kyler is just playing lights out this he year. Is. He's been awesome. I yeah. wish I had him back. He's just been... like you predicted in the preview. Yes. I mean, that's why you tune in guys. You know, yeah. I, I called it, I tried to warn you about Kyler Murray, but here we His are. His accurate passing. I mean, you really were on this. <laughs> you were on the Kyler train early. Congrats, man. Definitely. Definitely. So yeah, Fournette's been great. He's got a tough matchup, but he's been great. Damian Harris, good matchup against the Jets. It should be a Damian Harris kind of game. Um, this is, this is really a toss up for me, but I learned from my co-host. I mean, my assistant host, oh. or maybe I should say assistant to the host. I like it. For all the, the office fans out there. I'm going rich this week. Reverse the curse, whatever you call it. Reverse jinx. Reverse jinx, anti-jinx, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Rich, I'm picking you. There you go. There you have it. So let's move into mailbag. And it's interesting this week because we don't have email shockingly of course but we actually have a couple voicemails so um i'm gonna go ahead and kick things off here i have not listened uh to these voicemails so we are um hearing them at the exact same time here live so let me go ahead and sounds good and share this and away we go hey peckerwood and cock gobbler how's it going apologize for being away for a couple of weeks but I was mending my pride after that ass whooping I got from Adam. And then, of course, last week I take another ass whooping from Richie. So it's been kind of a uh, frustrating uh, fantasy football season for me. But, oh, well, it happens. I'll probably have another shitty season, but that's cool. Um, With that said, for anyone listening, throw out some trade offers. I'm starting to open up, um, you know, the trading block. Okay, damn, I should have listened to this early. <laughs> I could have had some early insight because this has been in the inbox, I think, for a couple of days. So, man, I dropped the ball on this one. My team, <laughs> and I'm looking for um, pretty much just picks next year. So go ahead and do that. But before we do, I do need to put a little bit of uh, some guidance or some rules around this. Alice, don't fucking send me any more trading offers. You know, your <laughs> offers are just so one-sided that I barely look at them. Plus, you don't... <laughs> is, he, is he talking about Ellis? Yes. Well, no. no. Okay. Are Dave Ellis? Like, Dave? No, I, Dave I don't know. Scott I've Ellis? never experienced that. His, his trade offers are always generous. Often, he's providing the better end of the package. And just yes. as a service, as a good I'm friend. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm utterly shocked. I think I'm calling nonsense here. Let's Let's see what else he's got any draft picks for like three years so there's really not much i can do with it so anyways with that said um it kind of leads me to the question for this grab bag or grab ass or whatever you guys are calling this uh segment (laughs) where you two jerk Uh, i I never heard grab ass never (laughs) each other off and talk about how great your shitty teams are um (laughs) is there ever a reason that i should trade with ellis i mean have you ever had a trade with ellis that came out in your favor uh yes (laughs) recently (laughs) clearly doug paying a lot of attention to the the (laughs) transaction board on the league so that's kind of my thought of the week day year whatever you want to say but um just wondering what kind of uh luck you've had trading with ellis in the past and whether or not you would ever trade with him in the future so with that i'm gonna get the hell out of here and let you two donut punchers have the rest of your podcast to have some fun and give each other some reach arounds Take care, guys. Peace. So, I think hey, my first... and cock gobbler. Oh, How's yo. it going? <laughs> I'm not trying to run that back. Sorry. Had to hear it again, huh? Outtakes. Um, <laughs> so, my initial reaction is, like, you just have to know 
just know who you're engaging, right? That you just have to know Dave. I don't want to give away all the secrets, but there's certain tells he has on certain things. Like, I mean, it's not giving away a secret. Like if he's going to drop a guy in waivers, he will absolutely try to trade him to you on a Tuesday. <laughs> so if you get trade offers from Dave on a Tuesday, but, and they're like fringe players, they're probably yeah. hit the wire on a Wednesday. For so someone just, at the bottom of his line. I've even called him out on it a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. So just don't, just know to not engage on those players. Uh, if there's somebody you, I mean, I don't know. I, I found Ellis like easy to trade with. If it's somebody that you want, like, I mean, certainly half the, the trouble with trading is just like getting the person to respond. I feel like in our league and, you know, Dave's always on top of it. So, I mean, actually I've probably done more trades with him than just about anybody. Cause he's so active. And so, you know, you win some, you lose some, but, but whatever, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, definitely. He's, he, <laughs> there have been times when he's like a little can be off on his like valuation of players, but sure. he's certainly like, because of his like uh anti-draft pick stance it's like so easy to trade when draft picks are involved because he yes. doesn't give a shit if you're trying to get draft picks like he'll yeah. throw in a draft pick to to up a trade no problem like a little tip for you there again yep. <laughs> he doesn't or, have much or, left or now, a, but... uh, a pick um a pick upgrade which i think you and i invented on a deal right yeah okay. yeah and and so he doesn't have anything left anymore but but he's always willing I mean, that's the thing. Like, he's always willing. Like, if you're ready to trade, if you're if you're in the mood, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Dave's I mean, ready. We, you know, we, we give Ellis a lot of a hard time about trading and whatever. But honestly, like, I wish, you know, maybe not to the extreme, but I wish more people were like him and we had more action. Because, you know, so I think that's part of the time. Paul's also is like, I'm like, oh, I'm interested in this player, but this guy doesn't really like to trade. So why am I going to waste my time? You know, I know at least like I, Dave will engage. And if we can't figure something out, it's fine. But at least he'll like, he'll consider it yeah and like when like he put the keenan allen thing out there last week i'm like yeah, yeah keenan allen's pretty good that seems like a good buy low i, I would so, have totally been interested if i didn't already have mike williams and not want to you know oh yeah always not want to have i already have the two pass catchers in tampa i didn't want right. to double up again but yeah so like um, i rummaged around the bottom of my of my roster you know i'm like oh he's he's in bye week hell so what can i do to help him and i offered some trash player i don't even i don't know Pittman maybe okay and, yeah. and I, you know, I, I, I know he'd rather have Allen, but maybe he's like really wanted. And Pittman was coming sure. out like a great, a great catch in that one yeah, game. And, and, and Keenan hasn't done a whole lot. I mean, yeah. it's, it's been weird. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, maybe he'll go for it. And he's just like, nah, I don't think so. And I'm like, okay, we're done. And that was it. Yeah. So, you well, know, you know, it's kind of, it's interesting. And that, this is why I was kind of high on Mike Williams after that first game is because the, um, uh, the new offense coordinators from new Orleans and Mike Williams plays the Michael Thomas role in that offense. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Keenan Allen plays the other role. And obviously we, we saw where all the passes went in New Orleans. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, yeah, this is yeah. a good one to trade with. Like uh, you got to have a little patience sometimes. And, sure. and I, my feeling is Doug maybe doesn't have that. Like just knowing <laughs> Doug. Yeah. Confirmed. Uh, patience. <laughs> uh, if anything requires patience, Doug's out. out. <laughs> <laughs> She's out. She's out. Cool. Cool. She's out. Cool. She's out. What time you want me to bring the bitch back? <laughs> yeah, but Ellis, Ryan, very easy to trade with. Like Ryan's always, you know, hey, here's here's what I want. What do you think? Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe, okay, yeah, sounds good. Whatever. Like mostly like Ryan kind of knows what he wants and he'll kind of tell you and yeah. get the yeah. deal done if he wants to get it done. Like I haven't traded with Rich since the 80s, I think. Oh, Rich I is tough. I, I, I've kind of given up on that. Uh, yeah. It's tough and one. then Rob's reasonable. Like, Rob obviously yeah. 
so Rob, Rob's talking about like wanting running backs and we even talked a little bit, but uh, like with my, with Chubb being dead, like I can't really do anything. Yeah. Running, everyone's hurting for running backs. Even yeah. you know, like a team like mine who came in flush at running back, you know, it's just like, I'm scrambling for anything. But yeah, I think everybody, you know, I think it'll heat up more and more just see, but uh, as far as the Ellis one, yeah, he's fine to trade with. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got one more voicemail um, right. and then uh, we will wrap up. In a land before time, there was one man, a co-host of sorts, who was ready to fight, figuratively, oh, no. of course, in fantasy football against Adam Landa, or <laughs> Run CMC, as we like to call him. His name is Chris, and unfortunately for him, he lived up to his own team name and became the clown who died. Ouch, dude. What a bummer for you, right? Because Chris, you have good players, and a nice fourth place finish falls in line with your record. Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones are studs. There's no doubt about that. But can you really trust them to carry your team to victory at the same time? And let's not overlook that sweet pickup of Khalil Herbert on your bench. Yes. Great move to not play him this week. He only rushed for 97 yards and a touchdown. But maybe you saw what we all see now, that even if you had played him, you'd still have lost by 30 points. So Chris, do us all a favor and go back to juggling or whatever clowns do before they die. There's still hope for you yet. Adam knows there's always next year. Hey man, see ya in week seven. Good luck coming soon ah oh, dirty <laughs> so yeah i you called me out on that over text yesterday i had already done it so i figured i, I couldn't do it up front i had to i had to save it for the past that was good you got me i thought once you came with the spiel in the beginning i thought yeah, i, I thought it would throw you off the scent if i just kind of let it sit there till the very end of the show right well done but just a little uh peek behind the curtain for everybody else adam texted out yesterday i think to me and doug and said, uh, maybe, you know, I should just be all humble and kind about my victory this week. And I'm like, this sounds like a setup. Something's going on. I don't trust you. And, and Doug's like, bullshit. That's not, <laughs> don't do that. So yeah, we kind of sniffed it out. I even called out that he was going to have the movie guy on to tell me that he gave Yeah, you did. And that was a good one. I was, uh, <laughs> you know, I was trying to be vague, you know, and actually I didn't, I really didn't put any time into like what I said until yeah, like yesterday afternoon, as we were texting about it, I was like, oh crap, I got to get on with it. <laughs> So I just put that all together and uh, can't open the show with it anymore. So yeah, uh, uh, no, that was good. That was very clever. Put it at the end. Really, really got me there. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's sign off for the week. You wanna you wanna kick it off? Rob, Ryan, Rich, Dave, Dave, Doug, and Adam. You're all a bunch of Gilmores. Back to you, Adam. And Gilmore, you suck, you jackass. Hey, I wish all you guys the worst of luck this week. May your wide receivers get tackled on the one to be vultured by my running backs. feel great because I'm a champion and I'm here with my beautiful lady, Mashiva. See ya. Party down for Jason.